everyone. Welcome back to the Yours Truly podcast. Like always, I'm Kelsey, your host. And you know by the title, we are talking about different holiday traditions. These are mainly going to be like Christmassy traditions, but you know, whatever holidays you celebrate, if you even celebrate the holidays, well, I'm sure everyone celebrates New Year's Eve, but you know, Christmas, um, Hanukkah, all that around this time, you know. So, we're going to be reading, reacting, comparing holiday traditions. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. I want to do, well, I don't want to, I am, um, every week, every Thursday that a brand new episode comes out leading up to Christmas, I want them to be Christmassy episodes. So, I, I know we only have one more after this one. I'm actually recording this one on the 9th. So December 9th. Um, so yeah, it's very far from when this episode comes out, which I'm looking at my calendar right now, which will be the 15th. But, you know, I was really feeling up to record a podcast. I was like, I kind of want to kind of want to record a podcast so that's where we are but yeah so we have one more after this one comes out um and yeah I'm just wanting them to be Christmassy uh type of episodes I'm not sure what my other one will be so yeah these are like um, the majority of them are Christmas like uh traditions which I already said holiday traditions but some of them are, like, the weirdest or the strangest, like, holiday gift you've ever received. I think there's only, like, three or four like that. I don't know. But there's just some fun holiday stories to get you in the holiday mood. Um. So, yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to Reading Corner. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, whoa you may be a little confused as to why there was just this strange music in me saying Reading Corner. Basically, I've decided to devote a little segment to telling you about the books I've read because I'm reading a lot more and I'm wanting to talk to someone about the books I'm reading because, I don't know, I just have a ton of thoughts. And if you are a big reader um, and you like reading or just don't feel like skipping... Here we are, Reading Corner is the segment for you. So, last time I said in the intro that I'm literally recording this the day after last week's episode came out, so there's really not much of a Reading Corner update for us all. However, I have some thoughts. So, I know last week I told everyone that I was reading People Like Us by Dana Mel. I don't know how to say her last name. Um... So yeah, I'm just going to say Mel. I'm almost positive that's wrong, but we're just going to go with it. So I'm reading People Like Us by Dana Mel. It's a really, really good book, and I have been enjoying it, like, a lot. I haven't had really any problems with it. It was going to be a five-star, and I mean, I think it still is. I'm still really enjoying it. However, right now... It's getting a little, like, the story is kind of falling flat, and I'm on page 299, 
And there are 300 pages in this book. Or No, no, no. Sorry. There's not 300 pages. There are 375 pages in this book. So I will finish sometimes this weekend because I've been to school all week doing midterms and all that fun stuff. So I haven't read too much. But this weekend, I'm sure I get a lot of reading done during the weekend. So I'm sure I'll finish. But... Something, number one, the story is kind of falling flat. I feel like the storyline, so if any of you don't know, if you're planning on reading the book, maybe don't listen to this portion because I don't think I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give you any like spoilers, spoilers, because again, I haven't really finished the book, but basically the storyline goes, there's a, um, it's a murder mystery, um, And the storyline goes, there's a group of friends who were, like, mean girls, quote-unquote. Like, they all kind of, like, would make fun of people. And, oh my god, wait. Oh, Kay, her name is Catherine, but she goes by Kay. She is the main character, and I don't think she is, like, she's not like that anymore. They're not mean like that anymore. But there's a lot of people who they used to you know, make fun of, and just, like, they don't even know these people, they would just, like, mindlessly make fun of them for, like, laughs and jokes, and obviously that's a terrible thing to do, but that is what happens, and so after a party, they go to the lake, the friend group, and they find a body in the lake, and a day after, I think it's a day after Kay gets emailed a, almost like a quote-unquote revenge blog because of how mean she used to be in the past. It's called a revenge blog. And it's kind of like a recipe, and you click on the recipe, and each recipe is like a poem, but it's the poem is like a riddle almost, and it's basically telling her um, all her friends, like, deepest, darkest secrets, and, like, their huge scandals, and the story keeps building, because we have two main storylines right now, we have two main mysteries, we have one, um, which is who is giving Kay the revenge blog, because it's said to be sent by Jessica, the girl who they found the body of, but it really can't be sent by her, because, they found her body. So there's two like mysteries um, and really three storylines because we have about every other chapter we find out a new like really juicy really interesting secret and basically Kay has to get them unenrolled from this um, hello what's it called boarding school that they're all at it's like a really high good boarding school and she basically has to get them unenrolled there's a countdown and I don't know it's really interesting and we kept building 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 um finding new secrets getting new things on the case Kay is now being framed for the murder however Kay has been it's Thanksgiving break so they're all on break so she goes to a girl that she used to bully but now they're friends and they are working together to try to solve this kind of blog um the reason she reached out to this girl is because she's like a I don't know she's really good with passwords and hacking so she was like oh Um, And so they kind of put the beef behind them, but I think that's one aspect of the story that I'm really loving. It's super cute. They're kind of, like, building up their friendship because it used to be, um, like, 
it used to be like they were they would only talk when they had to but now Kay is literally going to Thanksgiving with their family and I don't know it's super cute Kay had a huge falling out with her best friend anyways that all being said now the story's kind of fallen flat again they're at this house um for Thanksgiving and nothing really is happening and I wouldn't really expect it I kind of expected it for the book for the story to kind of fall flat because again we kept building and building and building and building and I was like okay this is it's not a long book but it's not really a short book so we were getting like like top drama like juicy like discoveries all this stuff and the book had not just started but like it was starting to get into all that where a normal book would just be getting into the main plot this book was like deep in it so I was like hmm I wonder what's gonna happen now we've only been at this little house for like a chapter or so but the chapters are pretty long which I think I said last week but I don't know it's fallen flat I still like the book but a not not a lot is happening which is kind of I'm not used to because this book has been so like action-packed and like great so far um, also, I didn't expect it because I feel like the end of a murder mystery or, like, a mystery is supposed to start, like, revealing things slowly and kind of making you be like, oh, it was this person, no, it was this person, and it's not really happening right now. Again, I still have, like, 75 pages left, but I feel like that we're at the point now where we should start ramping up. So, I'm like, hmm, another thing I would like to say, I said this would be a short, um, reading corner segment but it I don't think it will be it has not been not as short as it was last week or as short as I think these will usually be anyways the author will kind of like she says a lot of stuff very randomly I haven't really noticed it up until now I think because I was kind of like focused on the story and less on kind of like I don't know the writing I don't know it's still the story though because stuff just kind of will randomly happen and it's like oh like what the heck like now like one she's literally alone in her bed in her friend's bedroom and she stands up she looks in the mirror and she realizes like the author starts going on and on about how she looks completely different and she's skinnier now and she looks tired and I'm like where did this come from? Because I feel like when that starts happening to a character, you kind of know that this is happening and it kind of is like shown to you. Whereas in this book, like it has not mentioned anything about her health declining or like anything like that. So she gets up and I don't know if that's like kind of how the author wanted it to be like, oh, like she realizes it right now. But I feel like at least in my opinion, it's a little weird for, like, something so, not gradual, but kind of, to change that much, but then just not have any idea of it, and, and then she, like, goes in the bathroom, starts cutting her hair, and it's like, oh, now she's cutting her hair, like, where, where did this come from, where did this come from, so it's kind of random some things, but I mean, it's never, not something to be like, uh, four star, you know, well, four star is good, I mean, like, to knock it down like a point unless something like crazy happens that I'm like "Mm." but this is so far a five star depends how the ending goes but yeah that was my little um book rant if you are planning on reading this I hope I didn't spoil too much I don't think I don't think I spoiled much okay I just kind of told you the plot line okay 
Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Again, I haven't finished it, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how the mystery is unraveled. And I, if the mystery, if it doesn't reveal to us everything and kind of tie up nicely, um, I think I will be very disappointed because the book is kind of all over the place, but I love that about it. It's never boring except for right now. But if it doesn't kind of tie everything up nicely, I'll be kind of like, mm, okay. Um, because that's another thing. Like, the book is all over the place. There's so many different storylines. So the fact that I only have 75 pages and we're really nowhere close to finding out who did it, it's kind of like, okay. It's kind of weird. So, yeah. This was this week's episode of Reading Corner. Hope you guys enjoyed. Now to the episode the rest of the episode okay now that reading corner is all out of the way you know now that i'm looking at it i really didn't want to call it reading corner but that's kind of the name that it's kind of gone on with it because i feel like that's cringy but it's fine all right so let's get into some of these stories First, actually, I think I've decided before I talk to you or read the stories and react to them, I want to tell you a little bit of my holiday traditions. We honestly don't have like a specific set tradition that we've been doing for years and years, but it's kind of come like on every Christmas Eve and we haven't traveled for the holidays in a while since like COVID. I feel like we haven't, we don't usually travel for the holidays, but I mean, sometimes we do, so it's a little thrown off, but our normal holiday traditions, we celebrate Christmas, so every Christmas Eve, we, um, like, my mom, we usually have a ton of people over, we have, like, my entire family, sometimes we'll have friends, um, I don't know about this year, I don't really know the whole plan, but it'll be kind of the same, I just don't know who's joining us, but we'll have all our cousins, um, we'll have some friends over, and really, everyone kind of knows each other, and my mom will make pizza dough all day and at night everyone comes over Christmas Eve we all make our own pizza and then my dad will bring them downstairs and cook them on his I don't know he has like a pizza thing outside anyways he will cook them on there and it's actually like the best pizza ever it's so good and we all eat our pizzas and then we will usually go in our living room or like in our basement or whatever depending on the size of the crowd we have and exchange one or two gifts usually Christmas Eve it's not all family gifts um and I mean family by like cousins and that stuff but Christmas Eve usually we'll share we'll give like what your cousin got you or grandma and sometimes I mean it depends again we don't open all our gifts on Christmas Eve that kind of defeats the point of Christmas Day we usually on average will open one or two one two or three again it depends on the size of people that are there but yeah that's usually for our like friends exchanging gifts and stuff like that okay the first one I screenshotted this one because it reminds me a lot of what we do, and considering I already explained it, I'm just going to read the story and move on. Okay, New Year's Eve, we make homemade pizzas for dinner. That's literally what we do for Christmas Eve, so I thought that was cute. I was like, oh. Okay, Christmas Eve, we open up one gift, always a new ornament. Christmas Day, after dinner, we, whoa, we usually drive around looking at 
decorated houses, and a new one is for the last few years. What? And a new one is for the last few years. Okay. I buy Dad a Lego set, one of the big ones, and we spend weeks building it. Last year's was the largest Harry Potter castle. I think that's so cute. I also, when my grandma comes, um, we used to, like, when my grandma would come to our house, we would used to, like, drive around our neighborhood, because we have a pretty big neighborhood, and we would look at all the lights and look at all the Christmas decorations, so, I mean, that's definitely not a a tradition by any means, because it's definitely not, like, something we do every year, it's just, like, if we're feeling up to it, hey, let's go drive around the neighborhood because also like I drive in my neighborhood every day so like I see the um uh what's the word decorations on everyone's houses but I don't know it's just kind of fun put some Christmas music on and actually pay attention to the your surroundings and appreciate everyone's work um on their Christmas decorations I don't know it's fun okay on Christmas Eve, we all get new PJs, so that's always something to look forward to. Also, every person in the family will have their own wrapping paper for all, or at least most of, their presents. And then I cover all of them in bows, of course. I always thought it was cute to have, like, each sibling or mom or dad or grandma have, like, their own specific wrapping paper. I thought that was always so cute, like... I also think it makes it a lot easier to sort presents, like, when everyone's, like, distributing, like, this one goes to this person, and it's kind of easier, so you don't not have any searching around or anything, but yeah, that was cute. Also, again, this isn't really, it used to be a tradition, but it's not really anymore. We would always get Christmas PJs, um, and yeah, it, was, it wasn't, like, we wouldn't, like, open them on Christmas Eve. We would have them, and we would kind of eat our pizza and open the gifts in our Christmas PJs. I know last year we did do this, but it's definitely not like a tradition that we uphold every year. It's just kind of something that we will be like, hey, do we want to do this? And it's like, yeah. But we have done it for a majority of the Christmases, but it's always like in a different context. So like last year, each of the families, so like my cousins, we have three sets of cousins that came last year. So one of the families got one we got one set, and then my grandma got one set, and all this stuff, so it's always in different contexts, sometimes it'll be, like, for pictures, you know, so it's not necessarily, like, a tradition, but we do do that a lot, I think that story is so cute, all of these are just, like, so cute and heartwarming and Christmassy, um, okay, now we are going to get into some of the strangest Christmas gifts, um, anyone has received, so here we go, a whole coconut. My brother used to work in a coast city, and he came home for Christmas. He gave me, as a joke, a whole coconut with all the husk and outer layer, you know. And I went sh- I went straight away to open it with some wood carving tools I've got. It took me like 30 minutes in total, but man, that was real fun because I've always enjoyed some manual work and quote-unquote orderly destroying stuff. He then gave me the real present, which was a Kindle tablet, but to be honest, nothing can beat the fun of opening a coconut. I've never seen, like, a coconut in real life. That's concerning, I feel like. Actually, that's not true. I'm sure I have. But, like, I've never experienced this. I've never, like, drink it. You know how people, like, drink out of coconuts? Like, I've never done that. I've never had coconut, you know? I also just don't like coconut very much, like, flavored stuff. 
not a fan, so I don't know. Okay, this one says, a purple flashlight, a pink shovel for shoveling snow, and a vacuum. I was a very weird child, but I insisted on those, and I got what I asked for. Okay, this one, I mean, she did ask for it. I don't know what um, a purple flashlight would be used for, but, you know, you do you. A pink shovel, okay, I can kind of understand that if you're living somewhere where there's a lot of snow and you have to shovel the snow constantly. I can see that. But also, like, a vacuum? Come on, really? Um, okay. This is going to sound kind of weird, but as a kid, a knitting set. Um, a little background, I was 16, and I didn't like knitting. And was asked what I wanted for Christmas, and I said anything but knitting supplies. Interesting. So they proceeded to give you a kid's knitting set. Okay, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I went through my little knitting phase. I was knitting a hat. I'm still, well, more like crocheting. I was crocheting. Still crocheting a blanket currently, but I I don't know. It's taking forever. I've been doing it for like four months, and I kind of forgot about it. I kind of want to finish that because I think it'd be a cute blanket, but like it's kind of just like repetitive, and it's just like, okay, I feel like I'm never going to finish. So, yeah, awesome. Um, Also, like, I don't know. I feel like it was a joke that a person gave a 16-year-old girl a knitting set. But, yeah. Okay. My birthday is on Christmas. I put this in here especially because I've always wondered how it would be like or what it would be like to have your birthday very close to the holidays. For example, this girl's birthday is literally on Christmas. You know, so, like, if you get, like, gifts for your birthday and for Christmas, like, how does that work? Like, do you get, do you ultimately end up getting less gifts for your birthday or less gifts for Christmas? Or do you get the same amount as, like, your sibling would being on the opposite end of the year? I don't know. It always, and how do you, like, differentiate, like, this will be for her birthday, this will be for Christmas? Also, how do you ask for stuff? Like, what? Like, I don't know. Like, do you decide, like, this is my birthday list, this is my Christmas list? Or is it just one long Christmas list and it's just, like, extra stuff for your birthday? I've always been so curious about that. And I've always, like, kind of want to ask someone, like, that has a birthday either, you know, the day after Christmas or on Christmas, Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas Eve. Like, I'm always so interested. So, if anyone has a birthday like that, reach out. I'm kidding. But... I do have an email. No, I'm kidding. Mm, Okay, on to the story. My birthday is on Christmas. We get together with my daughter and her family and a few friends on Christmas evening. Yeah, and have a crab feast. Mountains of giant crab legs. So good. We did miss one Christmas seven years ago as she was delivering her son, also born on Christmas Day. Best present ever. That's crazy to me how her daughter, her grandson was also born on Christmas, I feel like that's pretty rare, like, I, I, again, like, I haven't met someone with a birthday that close to Christmas time, and to literally have it on Christmas, like, that's crazy, okay, um, okay, homemade biscuits and gravy, gravy Christmas morning, my gravy is absolute bomb, unfortunately, we were not able to do it on Christmas this year because of COVID, but we're trying for a day in February where everyone can get together. Did I mention that my gravy gravy was spectacular? Okay, so obviously that uh, 
story was written a little bit ago. But I will say, to um, relate to this one, no, I'm kidding, but we do make cinnamon rolls. We usually do make cinnamon rolls, and they're so good for Christmas morning. Okay, this is a strange strange thing. I'm going to tell this story um, before I get to my next one. But last year on Christmas, I woke up at like 10 in the morning. I went downstairs at like 11 a.m. And like I remember I had like my phone was blown up of everyone like asking me what I got at like 7 in the morning. I was fast asleep. Like, we started opening presents at, like, 11.30 in the morning, which I feel like all the years before that, it was, like, 7 or 8 in the morning. Like, I would wake up at, like, 6 and do nothing in my room, and then they'd text and be like, is everyone up? And it'd be, like, 7 in the morning. But no, like, last year, I literally slept in so long. My parents were up before me. My family was up, like, my grandparents were up before me. And when I came downstairs, they were like, oh, she's up. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. But it wasn't just me, like, me and my sister both. Like, we started opening presents at, like, 11.30. There was no rush, which usually isn't normal. I mean, the anticipation kills me. But I'm kind of, I would kind of rather have it that way because I literally go downstairs. I had my cinnamon roll. I got to enjoy it. Caitlin, my sister, came down after, and we opened presents, and it was a fun time. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just kind of, I felt the need to share that story because, yeah. Okay, Christmas super secret Santa. Gather items all year long, clean them up, and make them cool. And have an unknown third party deliver the wrapped presents to an unsuspecting family down down on their luck. This sounds like a genius idea. I feel like Secret Santa is such a genius concept, but I feel like it often gets, like, overdone. I feel like Secret Santas should be used for specific occasions, but I feel like during the holidays, like, every party is a Secret Santa party. Every, like, friend group is a Secret Santa, you know? So it gets kind of overdone, but I feel like Secret Santas should be done a little like this. Like, let's say, like, Christmas Day, after everyone's done opening presents, they, like, pick, draw names for Christmas Secret Santa the next year and you just create like this huge gift and just kind of not like going out of your way to buy stuff but like around the store like you see something oh that reminds me of you I think it's so cute like it's just a ton of things throughout the year that like reminds you of them and you give it to them like at the end of the year I feel like that's so cute I feel like Secret Santas again should be done a little more um like, what's the word? I don't know how, but, like, a little less thrown around because I feel like it's such a cute concept, but, again, it gets, like, kind of... Because, like, for a Secret Santa, some people could, like, give you, like, socks and be like, Merry Christmas, you know? So, like, obviously, anything you get someone is wonderful and go out of, you, go out of your way to get something for someone is obviously nice, But I feel like if you are to do a Secret Santa, like, I feel like the holidays, there's, like, eight of them, and you get stressed, and you're like, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I don't know. Those are just my opinions, okay? But, yeah, that was the last um, Christmas tradition, Christmas story I had for this week's episode. I hope you'd enjoyed it. I hope hope it gave you those warm and fuzzy holiday feelings. And I hope everyone has a great holiday season. 2023 is coming around the corner. 
I don't think I'm ready. I feel like 2022 literally flew by, but I am excited for the end of year content, which I don't even know. <laughs> um, but yeah, stay tuned for next week for a brand new Christmassy themed episode. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Have a great rest of your week. Um, and make sure not to say, oh my gosh, I cannot talk. Make sure not to be too stressed around the holiday season. You know, take take some time for yourself. Um, and yeah, that's about all that needs to be said. Goodbye, everyone.